Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? My guest today is a broadcast meteorologist for WLWT. Growing up on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and watching the coverage before, during, and after Hurricane Katrina inspired her to pursue a professional broadcast meteorology degree from Mississippi State. She made her way up to Kentucky, then eventually to Cincinnati, where she is now part of Cincinnati's most accurate weather team. Please welcome Allison Rogers. Hello. Hey. I feel like that was the nicest, most thorough introduction I've ever had. You can take, I'll send it to you and it can be yours to use. When people are always asking for like quick little bio or whatever, you have it at the ready. Thank you. I feel like I'm always, if someone asks me for a bio, I'm trying to like go back and look at like, when have I sent this before? Mm -hmm. Or like, how do I do it? And it's always weird talking about yourself. Yeah. So yeah, you can just, thanks. you can just take it. (laughs) I'm so pumped to talk to you. I'm excited to be here. So excited. I want you to like really talk scientist to me. Okay. Because I'm fascinated by your field. I've never talked to a weather woman on TV, let alone like been able to like sit down and talk. Okay. So I have a lot of questions. Yay, let's do it. And our mutual friend Elena, uh-huh. who tipped me off to have you on the podcast, said you have some wellness, workout routines you stick to. So I want to hear about that. But honestly, I mostly want to talk about the weather. Talk science. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like people like give it a bad rap to like talk about the weather. And I love to talk about the weather. They're like, oh, it's just small talk. But I'm like, it's the one thing guaranteed we all have in common. Literally, that is what I say every time. I like have goosebumps right now because that's what I say all the time. It is the one, one common denominator. Right. For sure. We all have to deal with it. We all have to put up with it. Yeah. No matter what. Right. And it's going to have an impact on your day. Yes. Yes. And I, and I think too, even if you're just like, okay, I'm not planning to leave the house. I work from home. The weather still affects my mood, Mm -hmm. my energy levels, how my body responds, like how I'm feeling in general. So I'm one like, I want to know the weather. Like I am like looking on the app, like I'm like, okay, what do I need to prepare for? What's to come? Like looking at the week ahead, like that's, I'm that type of girly. A thousand percent. And one of the things that I think is funny, kind of from my perspective is I never have to question what's going on with the weather because I always kind of know in the back of my mind what's going on. And like when I meet other people, I'm like, what do you mean? didn't know it was going to rain. Like, where's your raincoat? You know? Right. <laughs> exactly. No, it, you, see, I, I am, when I hear you talking about this, my first thought is like, oh man, what a talent to have. And it's like, no, you studied this. Yeah. Like, this is, you're not a psychic with the weather. Like this is, it's a, 
I'm, we'll get into it, but I'm assuming, you know, somewhat predictable pattern yeah. that happens yeah. and there's signs that you yeah. can look for. And, exactly. and I hear you thinking, I'm like, oh my God, well, how, would, how amazing it would be to know the weather. <laughs> like, no, we, we know it right now. Um, okay. So I saw that you grew up on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Yeah. I want to start there because I've never even been to Mississippi. Yes. And I would love to know what it's like to grow up there. A lot of people don't even realize that Mississippi has a beach. And that's yes. where I grew up. Yeah. Yes. So, you grew up on the beach. Mm-hmm. I picture, so I've been to New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. So only Similar? like an hour away from New Orleans. Oh, okay. Yes. So the topography, yeah. geography, that mm-hmm. all is. We've got the oak trees. We've the moss. Got, yes. The, yes. It's okay. It's beautiful. The magnolias. I literally took a picture of the magnolia yes. outside because I love them. I feel like. You don't see them in Cincinnati. No. Not that big. No. These two are really special outside. And I think it must be, so this is like an east facing like this, we're looking at east facing window. So it's something with, I think, the sun and then also the structure of the mm-hmm. building protecting them because this has been here since 1875. Oh, yeah. So I think like they're in like the perfect little spot. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I am obsessed with magnolias. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mississippi is one of the most interesting places because where I grew up is totally different from the rest of the state. Okay. And we kind of have a similar energy and vibe as New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. But smaller, right? Small town. I grew up with like 20,000 people in my hometown. I was going to say, what do people do? What's like the economy like there? What are people Um, doing? It's a mix of like hospitals and... Like your typical, like someone has to be a dentist, you yeah. need a roofer, you've got a dentist, you need you've a got realtor, a exactly, yeah. okay. exactly. <laughs> and then um, the reason my family lived there is because my dad, my mom and dad are from New Jersey, but my dad got a job at this place called the Stennis Space Center. So okay. he was an oceanographer. Wow, amazing! This place called Stennis, and they did this huge initiative, like trying to recruit people from all over the country to come and work there right and then these people all ended up staying and living on the Mississippi Gulf Coast from all over the country so like you know people from I don't know Wisconsin Michigan for us it was New Jersey so I was basically raised there my entire life and um it was so cool to grow up by the beach yeah like oh absolutely no you can't beat it I was just in Florida this past weekend in Siesta Key and yes. like got a day at the beach and you're just like, oh. and you're wondering like, why, why? don't I live why? here? Why? Every time I go to a yes. beach, I ask myself that question. Yes. Exactly. Why don't I live here? Where in New Jersey are your parents from? I was born in New Jersey. No way. I was born in Atlantic City. We lived in Egg Harbor Township, like okay. right, out, out of, right off the island. Yeah. Yes. So my parents are from uh, Monmouth County. Okay. And so it's like Atlantic Highlands-ish. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that area. That's where the rest of my family who still lives there is there now. Gotcha. I know when you, when I read Mississippi, I was like, wow, she either like really got the accent down or she didn't (laughs) really ever have it. (laughs) I know. I never really had it because I feel like my parents, their accent was such an influence. Yeah. I'll throw in a y'all every now and then, okay, right? Okay. Yeah. And like then there are though. other things that I didn't realize people don't say. Like, I'm fixing to go to the store. Okay, yes. Like, <laughs> that probably makes zero sense. I mean, I've heard it. I yeah. like, know that, that term. Yeah, like, fixing yeah. to, like, do anything. Like, yeah. I'm about to do something. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, 
that's funny. We I just had this conversation on the podcast recently about like regionally how people call thing like call things differently. Yes. Um, like in Boston, for example, so my friend is from Boston. They call a liquor store a package store. What? Because liquor like came in packages like back in the day. So they're going to the package store. I would think like you're going to get like right. a package. Yeah, of course. It's what I would think. <laughs> we And then my friend in Michigan, um, they call like graduation parties open houses. Like they do not call them graduate. It's like open house season. We're going to open house, not graduation. But it is a graduation party. That reminds me of like... Um open house in elementary school where yeah. your parent got to meet the teacher, right? right? Isn't right. that what we used to call them? Yes, open right. House? Open yes. house. Yes, be open house. Or I think of like when someone's selling a house and you right. have an open house. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about like soda, the d- soda, pop, like all of that. What do now, they call what do you it? say? So I called it soda before okay. I moved to Ohio in second grade and yeah. I had to like completely relearn. Like I never said sweet, mm. like to mean cool. Oh. Like that was brand new to me. Okay. And then I had to adjust to pop. But now I say pop. I've okay. long enough. Yeah, what, okay. what are they called in Mississippi? Well, in Mississippi, they all call it Coke, but I yes. call it soda. Yeah, yeah, because your family in New Jersey yeah. called it soda. Right. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? It's so funny. Yeah. So yeah, growing up in Mississippi was... Love the beach. Oh my gosh, loved the beach. That's mm-hmm. where I spent like all my time. My high school was right by the beach. We weren't mm-hmm. like, we couldn't see it, yeah. but um, close enough that if you needed to, you could walk and stuff. It was amazing. Wow. Um, and then I grew up with hurricanes, obviously, right? Obviously. So um, they were just such a normal thing. Like, right. We like, got hurricane days and stuff. Like literally the concept of a snow day to me was something that only happened on like Disney Channel sure. movies. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't Absolutely. know that they actually happened. Right, right. Uh, so, but we got hurricane days and like we And there's like school. a hurricane evacuation mm-hmm. path and all that. Like, I've oh, seen yeah. Those signs. Yeah, you see those signs yep. and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, I can remember like my first hurricane when I was in kindergarten. Oh, wow. I can remember like laying on the living room floor, coloring in a coloring book and the power was out and just like it's storming outside. They just were part of my life like forever. Yeah. And Hurricane Katrina hit and that kind of just like carved the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. When you talk about like the coverage inspiring you Mm -hmm. like what do you remember because I remember like I was in a senior in high school like I remember like where you know like coming into school and like list the news was like it was a big deal right yeah um so I can remember we I can remember watching the local news beforehand and it's like here whenever there's like a snowstorm coming everyone's watching the news to see what the latest update is right so doing the same thing but with hurricanes And I remember it may have been Labor Day weekend, like whatever that, it was August 29th, but whichever What's hurricane season? Hurricane season's June 1st, all the way through November. Okay. Okay. um, Yeah. It's a long, that's a big chunk of time. But August and September are kind of the peak. Gotcha. When hurricanes are possibly going to, most likely going to be the strongest, right? Okay. Okay. So, um... I remember watching it before and watching kind of... And were people like, this is going to be serious? I don't remember the kind of lead up to it, if they knew quite how... Yes and no. It Uh was at first, it was because I think you're always kind of like in wait and see mode, like wait and see what the next update is, right? Mm -hmm. And if it's like, 
you know, you, every family I feel, depending on where they lived, had their own threshold of let's wait and see if it's a cat one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, I can remember watching it and it was like a couple days out. It was maybe the Friday or Saturday before mm-hmm. and it hit on a Monday. Okay. So I remember it was strong, but at that point, really the buzz wasn't there. Okay. So I remember my dad and I went and ran our hurricane errands, which was go get ice, go get you like have a batteries. Protocol. Oh, yeah. Like this is like cause power. You know you're going to lose power. Yeah. And was like flooding a possibility where you were? For our house, thankfully, no. Okay. Like we were pretty far far away. Yeah. Yeah. Far inland, far enough away from any rivers or Uh anything. Okay. uh, Or like bayous or canals or anything like that. So we got like ice, batteries, some canned, you know, like stuff like that, non-perishables, all those things. And we get home and this is the Sunday before we get home and my mom is waiting in the driveway. And like, you know, right. If your parent is waiting in the driveway, it's like something serious has just happened. Whoa. Yeah. So we get out of the car and my mom said, it's a cat five. We're going. We're, We're out. Yeah. And we've never evacuated for a storm up until that point. Like, oh my gosh, what is like going through your mind? Like, what do I bring? Right. I- I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, how long are we going to be gone? Yeah. Like, what do you mean we're leaving? We've never left. It's like this weird, like, but this is our home. Where are right. we going to go? Right. So we packed up the car um, and drove. We were driving to Panama City. That's mm. where we were evacuating to. Okay. And Did you have like people that you knew there or that was just like the there closest? There was like some weird connection okay. that we had. It was like we knew of a place where we could get a place to okay. stay. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, totally. Um, and so it was supposed to only take like four hours. Like that's how long normally it took to mm. get there. Mm-hmm. Because of traffic, it took us nine hours oh, to get there. wow. Like people were Got getting there out. super late. Yeah, it was like bumper to bumper. It was like everybody saw that update and they were like, we needed to go. Yeah, yeah. So... um. We got there super late at night, went to bed, and then I don't, like, specifically remember what happened from the moment I woke up. I just remember chunks of, like, it was really windy in Panama City, and we started watching the coverage, and it was, there wasn't much at first, and then it was, like, suddenly the mood shifted. Like, all the adults were, like, you could tell something serious had yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned into, we were taking like turns watching the coverage to see if they mentioned anything about my hometown. Oh, wow. Because it was so like very, it started to become clearer and clearer that this is not good. Yeah, this is really serious. Yes. And then New Orleans started to get really bad. Like the levees gave way. That was like the big thing in New Orleans, right? The levees broke. And then the whole city flooded, basically. The whole entire city flooded. And you've been to New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans is always wet. Yes. No matter what. It's just dampness everywhere. Yes. Like I feel like it's just... it's Is it below sea level? Yeah. Like the (laughs) cemeteries... Yeah. Are above ground. Yeah. Because they can't, yeah. you know? It's a it's a swamp by you, yes. like for sure. Exactly. So that was a very bad situation. Mm-hmm. So suddenly it was like just I can just remember like it was just really bad. Yeah. All bad. Yeah. And so my dad went back first to make sure that our house was still good before we all decided to go back. Uh and 
so our house was fine. So then we all went home as a family. And then for three or four weeks, we had no power. Three to four weeks? Yeah. What did you do? It and was, it's hot. It was so hot. It was... Muggy. Muggy and hot and the bugs were awful. Oh. And we had no way to like cook food. And you we, weren't like going to school. No, there yeah. was no, no school. No. No one knew... No one knew anything. Like, no one knew because we didn't have power. So, we didn't have like press conferences we could watch, right? There were no like smartphones. Social media didn't exist. It was just like word on the street (sighs) and just clean up your mess, whatever your mess is. So, thankfully, our mess was just debris in our yard. So, we like picked that up piece by piece, like got trees cleaned up and stuff like that. Um, But still, no power. So, like, I read books. That's where low-key, like, a shark obsession started yeah. for me because I started reading all these books about sharks because that's what that. I had. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, like, played board games and... And your parents, like, weren't working, I guess? Or what, did they They were because my mom was a nurse. Okay. So, so she still had to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my dad was, like, kind of working from what I can remember. And then my sister was home from college because she mm. was a freshman in college. Oh, wow. And her school had, like, closed for a little bit, yeah. right? And so she was home for a little while. And I just remember, like, it was hot. Like, yeah. Waking like, up when the sun came up because, that, like, you had all the windows open and stuff. Yeah. And cleaning outside and then, like, just trying to stay cool inside. Oh, it was my gosh. Miserable. We had maybe, I want to say, like, four or five students, four or five boys from, like, an, a Catholic. I went to a Catholic high school. Okay. That like their school was like demolished and they needed to like finish their senior year. So we like took them. Whoa, wait. And like they came to school from New Orleans. They These four boys like finished out, started and finished their senior year at and lived at um, what's, I don't even know what it's called where the priest is. I have no idea. But he like lives like near the. But right. We had like a whole like little stuff place. Like that started happening. Yes. Right? Like yeah. I. I remember once we finally did go back to school, that was the chance to like see who still lived in town. Oh yeah, because some was for was it for some people like that's it. This is like I'm oh not yeah, going to continue to live here. Oh yeah, some people just didn't come back after they evacuated. Wow. And then I had one friend who's still like my best friend to this day. She never came back, and we didn't know how to get in touch with her. Oh. And so literally, no one knew. If she died, no one knew if she moved. Oh, my No one knew gosh. anything. And then one day she just, like, showed up. Reappeared. <laughs> Reappeared. And I remember, I was like, and she still where, where have you been? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, you literally looked like you saw a ghost. And I was like, yeah, because I. Y- you were thought, gone. You were gone forever. And you were back. So I, was it the worst storm or was it, like, the response to the storm was terrible or was it both? Because I know there was like so much like political back and forth that like George Bush at the time didn't respond in the right way and FEMA wasn't there and like blah, 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 blah. I can remember feeling like no one cared about Mississippi oh. because... Right, and that you and we heard a lot about New Orleans, right. but I don't remember hearing anything about Mississippi. Right, even yeah. to this day when I tell people I grew up in Mississippi and we were demolished by the hurricane, people are like, what? What? Yeah. 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 So I just, I remember... Being kind of like, you know, when I was little, I, you know, I was 12 when all this is going down, yeah, right? Yeah. So my mind is always like a sponge. It's yep. just now starting to form. Yeah. And I remember just feeling kind of frustrated and sad that like 
it felt like no one cared about our town and like the rest of the Mississippi coast because we were just leveled. I mean, it was, it was storm surge. It was wind. It was tornadoes. It was everything. This was like a, like traumatic life experience for you that totally shaped like the way that your life would take its course. I try now to, I don't, I try not to care about material things because you don't know when they're going to be gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it also then like changed who I was going to be for the yeah. rest of life with my profession. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. And so then from all of that, you were like, okay, I want to go to school. and like, mm-hmm. I want this to be my career. Yeah. And then I, and I had no idea until I was in high school that Mississippi state had such a good program for meteorology mm. and it just worked out. Yeah. And so then I went there and had a great four years, got to go storm chasing as part of one of my classes. What? It, yes. So one of the questions I have is what did you learn in school? Yes. I got to go storm chasing. What does that look like? Like I picture Twister, which was one of my favorite movies. I was, obs- you're talking about like your obsess- obsession with sharks. Uh-huh. I was obsessed with tornadoes for a yes. while. Yeah. And so I was like very into all of that. Yeah. And Twister was one of my favorite movies. It's still is one it of just, my favorites. <laughs> is it just like that? Are you yeah. out in like Oklahoma? You're literally out in the middle of Yes, like the Great Plains and you are in a van and you're just like, you know, getting gas and it's, we got to go, we got to go, the storm's coming, we got to go, you know, and you're like getting into the van and super adrenaline and you're like in the car and you're like looking around. There's like a cow flying out your window. (laughs) Yes, perfect. Yes, yeah. So that's what it was like for like three days. And then the rest of the trip was just nothing because storms, storms come and go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. Like what did like a curriculum look like? Like, what are you, Yeah. the only thing I can even remember learning about meteorology was like what the clouds, Uh-huh. but I don't even know now what they are. Like, what are these that we're looking at? These would be, I would call those, yeah, they're kind of cirrus clouds. Okay. Yeah. They're like, fl- they're like smaller, uh-huh. a little wispy. They're a little too low to be cirrus I think but mm. I would categorize them more as cirrus yeah yeah um, they so, do look yes. pretty low don't they yeah typically cirrus are a lot higher in the sky mm. so um it's a lot of math and science a lot of math and science I had to take cal one through three Ugh. and then Gross. on to differential equations and then a lot of physics like Calculus-based physics was literally the worst. Wow, so much. Yeah, Um, of course. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anybody who enjoys (laughs) that. Someone out there probably. Yeah, I'm sure. And if you're listening, kudos. I'm very happy for you. Yes, right. (laughs) Live Uh, your truth. Yeah, but yeah. So a lot of that at first, like those are your prereq classes, right? And then you get into the really fun meteorology classes, like okay what does a droplet in a cloud weigh and like what like you know you learn about radar and how to analyze what you're seeing on the radar okay and then you learn about the different models and what are their weaknesses what are their strengths and when you say models what does that mean so that's like the data the forecast data that we're looking at okay so So like what could happen mm -hmm. yes yeah exactly so there's so many different kinds of models out there and each one has strengths and weaknesses. So for instance, there's the GFS model and then there's the European model and then we have a Canadian model and then, you know, there's like all sorts of different models. Uh There's some that are better at long range forecasting. So more like two weeks or so. Okay. And there's some that are like very good at high resolution 
18 hours out type of models. So, okay. Um, and is this based off of like, we obviously have like satellites, mm-hmm. right? So it's based off of current observations, but it's all put into these calculations. And okay. that's what all the math and science, like that's what all the math and physics Which, was, is learning how these models get their output. Like you need to understand yes. the fu- like the foundation, the mm-hmm. fundamentals behind this. So it's easy for you, easier for you to like yeah. interpret the data and like make sense of it yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, radar, like when I look at radar on an app, I have I have no I have no idea. Yes. It's one of my favorite things to look Do you at. have a favorite weather app or can you just like touch your boob and know when it's gonna rain? <laughs> like mean girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm like Karen Smith. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh no, I you don't need a weather app, do you? Yeah, no. <laughs> I You are the weather app. Yes. <laughs> are people texting you constantly for weather Asking, stuff? Yes. Can and I now fine. text you? Const- yes, yeah. absolutely. You've got my number. You can text me anytime you want, and I'll give you a forecast. Yes. Uh, because it's it is a privilege and an honor to be able to like have people's trust, right? Yeah, that's what it's all about. You yeah. know, you want to help people, and right. That's why I originally went into it was yep. to protect people and help people, and it just yeah so it's yeah like, oh it's like such a feel-good job yeah it is like I you get it. to tell the weather yeah it's so nice and wholesome Who i love to it to talk about their favorite thing for their job yeah good point yeah yes. it's like it's good it's a really good gig I yeah love it. yeah okay but wait were we talking about radar you yes. love it yeah so um i feel like one of the things that i grasped the most in college or at least was like drilled into my brain the most in college was radar analysis and really kind of learning different things on the radar and being able to interpret what's going on because the radar Mm. is really just a beam that's scanning the atmosphere and hitting things and that signals and return back to the radar and then you're given this picture of Uh what's going on so it doesn't know what it's hitting all it knows is that it's hitting something and that beam is coming back and saying like, hey, there's something out there. Okay. You know? Could that something be like a bird. rain cloud? Mm-hmm. Oh, it could be a bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be a bird. It could be rain. It could be heavy rain. It could be light rain. It could be hail, snow, whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's why wow. you know analysis is important because yeah. I don't want to be like, oh my gosh, it's raining in downtown when really there's like a, a flock, flock of, of birds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's migrating. migrating. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then everyone's like, what is she talking about? Mm-hmm. It's sunny. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I see some birds flying. Like, it's fine. Yes, exactly. So when you, you're learning about the weather as like in a holistic way, because obviously the weather is different all over the world. Yeah. And so like Cincinnati weather probably, I'm assuming, has certain like patterns or tendencies. Yes. We just kind of talked about August. Well, this month has been super wet, but uh-huh. normally it's not. But like in Florida, for example, yeah. like you look at a weather app in Florida and it's straight 10 days, thunderstorm, thunderstorm, right. thunderstorm every single day. Yeah. And that truly like is not what's happening. And we now, and I used to live in Florida for a little bit too. And so you just know, yeah. like that's not yes, right. Yes, exactly. We're going it's to like, Kayla's bachelorette party yes. this weekend in Florida. And she's like freaking out about the weather. I'm like, Kayla, it, you can't look at it. No. You truly can't. Because it'll say like 20 to 30% chance of rain. And that means something different to everybody, right? I think it's really interesting to this hear was question. what, yes, I think it's so interesting to hear 
what people, how people interpret what we're saying, because that's like half the battle is making yeah. sure that what I'm saying is making sense to you. So I heard, now this would be great, we can do a Mythbusters. Okay. That if you're saying it's like a 60% chance of rain, that for like the area that we're talking about it, 60% of that area could get rain, but we don't know where. Well, so it's different to every person. Oh, there's it's not like, like a there's not like a standard. There's not one standard formula. No, there's like a couple. Okay. So actually, if you notice, we don't use at WLWT. We don't use percentages. Percentages. I don't like that. It's too to me, and I think to the rest of our team. That wasn't my decision, but I am glad that we go about it that way because I don't know that people really understand no I have no idea what 50 percent like chance what of rain yeah means. I mean I get a hundred percent right of rain. exactly <laughs> if there's a hundred percent chance of rain I'm like there's a hundred percent chance gra- of rain yeah grab your raincoat <laughs> yeah. like it is going to rain yes. no doubt about it yeah but it's different to meteorologists it's different to people consuming the information so there's different formulas that you can use to come up with the percentage of precipitation yeah and so there's different ones kind of floating about do you know like like the weather app on your phone like when it says like 30 60 whatever like do you know what they're saying with that uh it depends on the app some apps it's just straight raw model data without any sort of interpretation Uh behind it like any sort of human element behind it um our app, we are 100% involved in what goes in oh, on that. okay. We're typing in the information. Oh, wow. Daily. Okay. More than daily. Like for every meteorologist, we're always like adjusting it to make sure it's correct. Okay. Yeah. I need to get that. I've heard uh, what's, I think it's called Dark Sky is like oh, one that people pay for never, and like. I've never heard of Dark that Sky, one. Black Sky. Yeah. It's something like that. Okay. But I really am just kind of like, I like a general idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would like to know like to the minute honestly but like maybe that's not possible so just generally for me like I'm okay with it and I think that's what a lot of people yeah they want to know is this gonna be the kind of rain that I have to cancel like my picnic for or is it gonna quickly pass and I'll be fine and I I really like to know the temperature because I need to know how to like dress appropriately nice and I feel like with each like shifting of the season if it's you know March into April and I see like 65 degrees, I'm like, oh yeah. Perfect. That's gonna feel amazing. Warm. Yes. yes. But now, if like it was like right now I saw 65, I'm like, I need a winter jacket. Yes. Like I'm gonna be chilled. I know, right? But it's all relative. There's a difference, right, with humidity though, and how temperature feels, right? Oh yeah. Like because right. there's the heat index. Like if if it's super humid outside and it's like 85 degrees, it could feel like Close to 100 if it's how really does humid. It, how does that, why does it impact it? Is it like the moisture the in moisture the air? The moisture in the atmosphere, yeah. Okay. So that's what dew point tells you is the amount of moisture in the atmosphere. And so whenever that is close to the actual air temperature, that's when it's really humid outside. Like okay. today, for instance, our dew point was in the 50s. Our air temperature was like almost 80 and it felt amazing. It felt really good outside. Yeah, absolutely. Usually do points in the fifties, forties. It's like, that's where it's at. Okay. Okay, good. That's, I'm going to pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But is it because of like the moisture in the air like holds the heat in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Warmer. Or, so yeah. So whenever you have warmer air, it's going to hold on to more moisture, right? Okay. So that kind of plays into several different things. So if it's really warm and humid outside, there's a lot of moisture in the atmosphere to work with. And if it starts raining, it's going to be like a tropical downpour. That's why like when you're oh. in Florida, it seems like the rain is a lot like heavier and yes. like fatter. Yes. There's just more moisture. Big for, drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they like, and, and what I was getting at when we went off that little Florida tangent was like, you're, you can understand how to read the radar and the modeling for like anywhere mm-hmm. it, it, that weather's happening. Yeah. yeah. But since you've been in Cincinnati and you've been here for what, a couple, how long? Five years. Almost. Five yeah. years. Okay. So do you feel like you have like a really, really great handle on like, okay, no, I know this like little bubble that we're in and like how the weather operates and like all that. I feel like I'm getting better at it. Mm-hmm. I feel like definitely for the first, that's why I, I've, really enjoyed living here for as long as I have, because this is the longest professionally I've ever lived somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so I have a good grasp on like what's going on with the weather and my expertise in that sense. And then also I've stayed in one place for a couple of years. So I feel like I do kind of know like where are the foggy spark, you know, spots where, where is it typically a little bit cooler? You know what I mean? Like, okay. Can you tell us where is it a little bit cooler? (laughs) I feel like it's always, I feel like it's always warm on the West side. Like I feel like the West side is always, I always see temperatures like a little bit warmer over on the West side. Interesting. And just like the the way the Valley is. Yeah. yeah. And then like, obviously, so we have, you know, the urban heat Island effect, which is where you have cities, made out of concrete, they're holding on to a lot more moisture, right? Mm. Or excuse me, a lot more um, warmth and that warm air. So definitely I feel like our temperatures in Cincinnati are way more affected by that than like Oxford, Ohio, right? Because that's, you know, pretty rural. And so it's going to be a lot of times, you know, cooler in Oxford Mm. and then Cincinnati, because we've got the heat island going on, Mm. it's going to be warmer in the city. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to San Francisco? No. That place is insane to me. The microclimate. The microclimate. Yes. Yes. Like you can just go like a mile and like you would have been in like a jacket and it's windy and you like feel like you need to be bundled and then you're sweating. Yeah. And it's sunny. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I feel like I need to go to San Francisco. You should go. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it. so beautiful, but I, I think of San Francisco with like crazy, like you have to just just layers and Mm -hmm. just be prepared to like shed, put on, shed, put on. And then also Chicago to me. And I've also never been to Chicago. Chicago, it's like one minute again. It can be like beautiful, sunny, 70 degrees and like drop of a hat. It's like raining and wind is blowing and the weather is like constantly changing. Yeah. That I'm assuming is the lake. Yes. I know the lake has a pretty big impact on temperatures up there. So Yeah. No, those two are always like, you never know what you're gonna get. Like be prepared for anything. You can't pack. It would be fun to be a meteorologist in those neighborhoods or those cities because it's like challenging, right? But I feel like Cincinnati provides such a challenge because I do where we are in the country, it's kind of like a meeting ground with a, a, a lot of our weather systems. So like, yeah, what is going on with Cincinnati? Right. Weather? Let us give us the yeah. inside <laughs> scoop. I want the tea about Cincinnati weather because I've always said, I mean, I love Cincinnati. I'm yes. not native here. I've lived here for the last 10 years, but I love it. And the only thing that would make it better would be like a little bit of an improvement in the weather. What would you like? What, what so, would be your difference? Um, 
I don't like cold. Okay. And I know we don't by any means have like bad winters. And I'm from originally like New Jersey and then like yes. Northeast Ohio up near Cleveland. And Cleveland weather is the absolute worst. I think they have like 10 days of sun a year. Like I'm not exaggerating. It's so bad. (laughs) So I think I would just want a short winter. Like I would prefer winter in December and January. Uh And then it like starts to warm up in February. That is the one thing. Our Februarys are always so cold. Brutally cold. And you think that you, for some reason, I think we get out of the holidays and like we get through January and we're like, okay, we're on the up. No, no. I feel like it always, and then March is always a wild card. Wild card. Like we could have crazy thunderstorms or we could have a snowstorm. Or a 60, random 60 degree day. Yeah. Yeah. It is always kind of like up and down, but. And I would have more sun. I always just want more sun. Right. I'm greedy in that sense. I know. I, so where we are, where Cincinnati is, is kind of, you know, the Arctic fronts coming down from Canada, you know, they kind of come just close enough to Cincinnati where like we get that cold right but then we also can sometimes we're just far enough north where sometimes we can get remnants of a tropical storm or remnants of a hurricane so we can you know it's just it is such an interesting place to be yeah and we're just east of the plains so we're like getting all of those systems moving Mm. in there as well so it is a very interesting place to live and predict the weather yeah Though that's fun to hear. Yeah. I and like we that. get all four seasons here, which I did not grow up with. And yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up with summer, less summer, a little bit of winter, and yeah. then summer. Yeah. You know? So yeah. the fact that the leaves change color here. I know. It's very beautiful. Yeah. It really is. Like, I, I'm, I'm not complaining too much. I think I would just... What's, like, our average sun days? Mm, like, how many sunny days we yeah, get? Yeah. Like, Colorado's, like, 300, right? Like, that's a something good like that. I don't really 100% know, like, how many days are actually sunny here. I feel like we still get a decent amount of Do you of think that we're days. more than half? I de- yeah, half? I think okay. so. Yeah. Okay. I know that it's definitely, like, spring can be kind of brutal with yeah. the cloud cover. Yes. I feel like spring can sometimes just be really gray. Yes, I agree. And that's when exa- exactly when you don't want it to be gray. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. again, that February to March where you're like, the holidays are done. I'm over it. Let's go. Please, I want please spring and me. summertime. Yeah. And it's like zero degrees. Um, okay. So I saw a post, maybe it was the Inquirer. Okay. That said something like we were in for like a terrible winter. Uh-huh. Can you confirm or deny? Oh, I would not put any stock in long range forecasting. Okay. So what is so a long, long range forecast? Casting is like what is coming up for like yeah, months like seasonal ahead. forecasting. We don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I, and not to knock whoever had that article go yeah, out. Yeah. Like that's you know sure, but like for me personally, long anything honestly yes, past please. like seven days is really tough to yeah. predict. Even yeah. five days out is kind of hard to predict, right? So seasonally when you're talking about like the winter there there are definitely signs that we can look at so it kind of depends what's going on globally and Mm. so there are some indications that long-range forecasters will look for to see like what is this going to mean for the midwest what is this going to mean for the west coast yeah all of that stuff so that is a that is like a form of, you know, somebody is out there doing that. Uh-huh. And that is not me. That's not my area yeah, yeah, of expertise. Yeah. Um, 
But I would say, like, if you want to know what's going to happen with our winter here in Cincinnati. You're just going to have to wait. And yeah. See. What about know? the almanac? Where does the almanac come into oh play? Oh, gosh. <laughs> is this not I a scientific? look at that. <laughs> is this not a scientific? No. So we don't look at historical data when we're predicting. Yeah. Okay, sometimes you might, right? Like, so you want to know what's normal for this time of year. You want to know, like, okay, yeah. what... What typically, and that's what we're looking at when we're saying, hey, this August was so much rainier than what we typically see in Cincinnati this, you know, for the month. So that's when it's handy. Yeah. But, you know, I, uh, yeah, I don't really. But is there, is there any then indication like, oh, okay, this August was really rainy. So it could mean this in September or are we kind of like they're independent? Mm, I kind of feel like less less boundaries on the month and yeah, more right. boundaries on the weather pattern. So like, okay, if you, one of the interesting things about weather, a lot of it is pattern rec- recognition and yes. kind of recognizing what is going on week to week and then month to month too. Right. So, mm. um, if you notice sometimes it will rain like three weekends in a row mm. and it's like, that's just because that's the pattern we're in for oh, like with, yeah. Like every seven days around, or yeah. yeah, exactly. With the setup going on around the country, we are just locked into this pattern where every five to s- seven days we're getting rain and that's falling on weekends, right? Time after time after time. I feel like the summer we got into that and I was like, where are my sunny weekends? That's, I need to that's spend really time outside. interesting that you said that. Because I did notice that too, but I remember uh, I always work out at my gym on Fridays. Okay. And normally, like, the Fridays were, like, sunny and nice. And there was one Friday that was rainy. And we were all, like, rain on yeah. a Friday? Yeah. Like, this doesn't rainy? usually yeah. happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. what's going on? But we were probably in, yeah, yeah some kind, kind of, of like pattern. A, yeah, and it was starting to change a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. So I would look at that rather than like, okay, August to September. Um, I would look at more of like what's going on on a weekly basis and what's the pattern kind of showing for week to week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Well, that makes me feel better that they don't really know what they're talking about. And so we could potentially not have a terrible <laughs> I mean, winter. what do you want? And that's what I'll tell you is going to happen. Okay, Sometimes great. I want... Yeah. It can be cold and we can have snow around Christmas yeah. like everyone wants. Uh-huh. Like, I know that I'm not going to get it all. So January, fine. Yeah. It can be cold. Okay. February, I want it to start getting to the 40s. Okay. Just for you, that's what's going to happen. Thank you. <laughs> Allison Weather. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Exactly. Um. So one of the questions that I had was, like, why is it so hard to predict? Like, what is making, like, why don't we just know by now, here's how the weather patterns are, here's, like, the, I don't know, what are the currents or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, how do we just not know? What's influencing it to, like, change it up? Yeah, like, it's 2022. How are we still wondering? Yeah, Yeah. like, I can see, you know, a full body scan of my own insides of my body. Why Uh don't we, like, know? Yeah, so... It is not an exact science, and that's what is so fun about yeah, weather. Okay, but then also such a challenge yes. about weather. It's not exact, and there are still things about weather that meteorologists don't understand. There, like, it's like a we, little mystical. There are theories. The Earth. We may not fully <laughs> understand Mother Earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, there are theories behind how tornadoes form. 
but we don't 100% know because it's so hard to collect that data, right? Yeah. Going back to Twister, I mean, there are people who are trying to, you know, release these Oh yeah, the sensors little, yeah, into, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Like you've got stuff like that going on. You've got stuff like that going on with hurricanes as well. Um, but it's just, it is not an exact science. And that kind of makes it a little like wondersome. Right. And like, yeah. And I think also our expectations, there's a lot of pressure on forecasts, right? Like, oh yeah. Not just like on us as broadcast meteorologists. I mean, there's meteorologists in all sorts of fields. Yes. I mean, planes and travel and buying stuff and everything like that. So I think there's a lot of that idea of like, well, we need to know exactly what's going to happen. I think humans in general like to have control. Oh yeah. I mean, now we can, with the push of a button, like I can have my groceries delivered in 30 minutes. Like we want to know, we want everything now. Exactly. And there's just some of it that right now with where we stand is not perfect. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the last thing that I wanted to talk about was this, the extreme weather that we've been experiencing recently and are probably not going to stop right. experiencing anytime yeah. in the near future. In fact, it will probably be getting worse. It's kind of scary to see it, what's going on, right? It's very scary. And I think just this last year with like our extreme heat that we mm-hmm. had earlier in the summer, like 90, 90, 90, 90. Like I said, I've lived in Cincinnati for 10 years. It has never, had never been like that many mm-hmm. 90 plus days in a row in like June, right. you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And then what I've noticed the most, I think, is the intensity of our storms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I lost power here for the first time since 2017. Like uh-huh. I had never lost power before. I was without power for over 12 hours. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's awful. It was so hot. But yeah. not even as bad, like nowhere near. I have a friend who lives in OTR. I just sat in their air. Okay. I was just in this weird little bubble. Yeah. It was like sycamore to okay. uh, up here that like yeah. all of OTR had power. Yes. And then like this was like a little weird bubble. But it just was like a very severe storm. Right. And so what's going on there? And you've also got all of these floods that are happening, not just in the United States, right? So we had the awful flooding down in eastern Kentucky. We had awful flooding in Dallas, awful yeah. flooding in St. Louis, all these different places. The and heat then, in Europe. Yes. The yeah. heat in Europe, literally the runways buckling in London and Europe because of how hot it was. And then you've also got now this flooding in Pakistan going on. It's it's, 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 it's global. It's, yeah. Yes. So here's the thing is warmer air holds on to more moisture, right? We, we, we just were just this. talking about yes. this. And so when it rains, it rains. Mm. And sometimes you get un- really, you know, these unfortunate circumstances where it just, a front will kind of stall out over one area and just keep pouring rain. And that's what happened in Eastern Kentucky a couple, like yeah. a month or so ago. Yeah. And it's just, and I think it's happening a lot, but then I also think that we're starting to pick up on it as people, right? Mm-hmm. In society. And we are like always connecting, yeah. connected on social media. So mm-hmm. we're always seeing this stuff and yeah. it's always right there. So I think there's like a couple of things happening right now, but it's, it's like, it's a very interesting time to be a meteorologist. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> and it's, it it really seems like 
now people I think are being more intentional about like where they're deciding to like set up shop, like where they right. want to live. Because I mean, like coastal. Mm-hmm. Eek. Right. It's kind of scary when yeah. you think about hurricanes or you think about forest fires, n- out forest west. fires or nor'easters or droughts yeah, and all yeah. of these things. And I feel like here in Cincinnati, compared to the rest of the country, we yeah. kind of have been pretty. Yeah, we're in like a good little spot. Yeah, fortunate so far. Yeah. So, yeah. What's your favorite kind of weather? Oh, mm, I love to experience. I love days where it's like 75 and like 55 in the morning and 75 in the afternoon Ooh. and like sunny. I love to experience that. You have like a dew point, I'm sure, that you oh, like yeah. it's like 43. Like yeah. yeah. 54 maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then I also, um, I, my passion is like reignited whenever I am in the middle of like some like either severe, severe weather, weather or in like a snowstorm or something. Yeah. Like that. Where you're like, like kind of like, all right, we got to like get yeah. down to it. Yep. Like this is exactly. serious business. Yeah. Yeah. Back to like that. the radar analysis. Like I love like diving deep into the radar and like seeing what's going on with everything. So, yeah. And again, the kind of, it goes back to the full circle moment of like, I want to help people. And that's yeah. when people are relying on you to tell them really important information. Right. So the fact that I'm able to be that person to say like, here's how you stay safe and here it's, it's over. Yeah. You're good. It's yeah. Okay, yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, that's, that's so big. Um, that's a good segue too. to, so being a meteorologist, like you said, is one, there's lots of different meteorologists. It's like one part of your job, but then you are also on TV mm-hmm. reporting the weather. Mm-hmm. So is that like a whole, a whole separate piece of the education? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it, how to like look at a green screen and be like so the rain's over here it's like, so hard <laughs> it looks so hard how do you do it how do you do it I had to take four semesters of class to learn how to be on a green screen yeah because like it's like you're looking at a tv mm-hmm. and but yeah it's, you're looking at a tv straight ahead and then you've also got tvs on either side of you but behind you directly is the green screen. So you can't see anything if you were to just look at the green no, screen. No, right, exactly. It's so. nothing. So you do you see yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you kind TV, of have like yeah. a mirror where you can yeah. like be uh, I can kind see. of adjust accordingly. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. My hair is really messed oh, up no, right no. now. <laughs> and I can't fix it because that would be obvious. So we're just going to angle this yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> what does your like typical day look like? You're not You're not on... TV for the whole day, right? Right. You're that's reading. like a teeny tiny teeny percent. Is- yeah. Interesting. So most of my day is, you know, like in a meeting mm-hmm. and then, and kind of collaborating. Am I going to go out and do a story? Am I going to mm-hmm. stay back and like really get ready for like the forecasts and the forecast, stuff? And right. The forecasting takes me anywhere from 20 minutes to maybe, depending on how hard the forecast is, mm-hmm. maybe up to like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I will get all of my graphics ready. So Mm. make sure that they have all the right data in and make sure that the app looks good and that's all correct. Make sure the website looks good and that's all correct. And uh, maybe like send out a tweet like, hey, uh, it it looks like it's going to be 70 on Friday. Tune in for the good news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. So um, great weekend to get outside. mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All the things. So. Do you ever do anything really fun? Maybe you're, I don't know, really funny of like 
this day you're going to want to stay in and watch Netflix. Oh, yeah. Like, don't bother. This is like a <laughs> hangout. Yeah. Leave it on Channel 5. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to be outside. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And sometimes I'll, like, start a sentence because we're ad lib. So I think that's different from what people realize. Like, um, anchors obviously are reading from a teleprompter. Yes, they have kind of like a script. They put that together. Right, and exactly. All that. Yeah. We are... St- just speaking from the top of our head. Oh, that's so funny. That's why there are like so many funny clips of yes. other people yeah. saying like funny because shit. Because it's like, <laughs> you literally, it's, you're just talking and <laughs> it's like, so sometimes I will start a sentence and then I'm like in the middle of the sentence in my head, I'm like, where are you going with oh, this? No. Bring it home. Bring it home. <laughs> you need to abort this mission. Yeah, Let's right. go. <laughs> you, you like start to use like an, an analogy. Yeah. Like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Oh, I'm right. like, oh. And my worst is I'm so bad at like sayings. So like I'll try to start it and then I'm realizing like you're butchering this. This is not correct. Oh my god. And how do you just, escape it? You don't. <laughs> you don't. Just like, like never mind. I'm just yeah. gonna keep talking about weather. <laughs> That's so funny. So yeah, what we see on TV is just the smallest, tiniest piece uh-huh. of what you're doing every yeah. day. Yeah. Do you ever get nervous going on anymore? Um I I did recently, well, recently, a year ago, I did um, a hit for the Today Show for <gasps> oh Al Roker gosh. was like breaking a record, like a world record. So he like tossed it to all of his local affiliates. I was like, my heart was pounding because oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, like, yeah. Al Roker is tossing to yeah, me. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, what if I mess <laughs> oh, up? My- yeah, I can and see And so that. I was nervous for like the first 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the good thing is, is like, wait a second. I'm talking about weather, so, like, this is a good day, you yeah. know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I learned so much. I'm so good. thankful for this. Let's Yay. shift gears a little bit okay. and talk about how you take care of yourself. What yeah. are some ways that you do what you what you need to do so you show up giving us the best version of yourself to give us the weather? Yeah. So I have always been pretty active, I feel mm-hmm. like. I always was involved in, like, some sort of sport. So I've just tried in my adult life to figure out, like, what my new hobbies are. Yes. So I pick up, like, one year I'm doing this, one year I'm doing that. Okay. And I'm just figuring out. Yeah. What you do I like? Out. Yeah. Yeah. So lately, I've been training for a sprint triathlon. Oh, that's amazing. Which has been really fun. So fun. Yeah. Um, I started to train for a sprint triathlon. This was probably, like, 11 years ago. Um, and... I did not compl- I didn't get very far. I got like halfway through the training and I was like, I I'm I am at just over the halfway point. <laughs> Keep going. And I am not gonna lie. There have been days where I'm like, if I hadn't have already paid the money to do the race, I would have probably been like, I am done. It's really difficult. It is. It's a lot of different components to it think is. about. Where it's a are lot you of doing time. it? It's it's so much time. Yeah. Yeah. I am swimming at the sports club. Okay. And I still need to figure out where I'm going to, like, practice the open water swimming. Yeah. I'm a little nervous for that. Yeah. That's, like, a different ballgame. It is a different ballgame, yeah. And then I'm just running around town and, yeah. like, biking around town. That's been a fun thing is, like, discovering new bike trails and, yeah. like, stuff the biking, like that. Yeah, it's, the biking sounds fun. Yeah. What's the – um? what are the distances again? Is it a mile swim? A 750 swim. 750? So not as bad as yeah. a mile, yeah. thankfully. Yeah. And then, like, a 12-mile bike – Six mile run? Uh, 5K? 5K. Okay. Yeah. 
5K. Maybe I'm thinking the mile. There's like is a the... couple of different okay. types of triat, like sprints and stuff. Yeah. The one I'm doing, I hope, is a 750 swim, a 12 mile bike, and a three and a half mile run. Okay. So it's not bad. It's not bad. I think the swim will probably be the most difficult piece. Yeah. And I but think. But just because it's like open water and that's yeah, kind of nuts scary you know like in your wetsuit you got to run in there yes. and like fight through the people and that's what i've heard yeah like people have brutal. given me horror stories uh-huh. of like i've been kicked i've mm-hmm. been accidentally hit yes. i've been like i and just you get, like water in your nose and yeah you like, want to start off feeling good and you're like <sighs> yeah i i the thing that i've heard from people who have done it is always like getting in the water I have to like calm my panic down yeah so I'm I'm a little nervous for that but where is the triathlon um it's in New Holland Ohio I think it's kind of outside of Columbus um it's called the Ohio Fall Challenge so it's at the end of September oh coming up yeah what inspired you to do this just like wanted to try something new yeah I wanted to try something new I when I was 18 I remember I made a list of like, here's everything I would like to do before I turn 30. Oh. And I remember triathlon was on that list. And I turned 30 in December. So I'm like, perfect. Let's do it. I you love know? that. Yeah. Not, and I know like, like, I'm excited to turn 30. I know like some people can have a different mindset about it. And that's fine. I am excited for a new decade. I think that is a great way to approach it. Yeah. So I know that like life doesn't end at 30, but I have no, always wanted life, to try like, I mean, I don't want to say life begins at 30. Like, I think there's a, a moment each decade will, like, mm-hmm. have a moment. Yeah. And 30, I'm 34. Okay. And I would say that, like, my 30s, I for sure, like, n- not to say that I'm, like, oh, yes, I'm, like, so comfortable in my skin and I, like, love myself. But I feel like I have a really good sense of self, of yes. like who I am. And also I will say as someone who like has interacted with you, you, I feel that. Yeah. You know, I feel your confidence. I feel like you're, you're just happy. Yeah, I, I just am like, I like feel like I've got my two feet planted on yeah. the ground. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like you don't have that in your 20s. Like, no, no, one does. no I, I don't really think, yeah, that anyone does. And yeah. there was so much for me of just like, trying to like figure it out and like, okay, I'm going down this path because this is the path that I think that I should go down. And like everyone's done it before. And like, this is what society, t- and like, you know, that led me to where I am today. And I'm glad that I took it. But like thinking about like doing my life in my thirties versus my twenty, like I would have, it would have looked completely differently yeah. as of course it does because now we have so much more knowledge, but, right. but yeah, I've always said, Getting older is a privilege. Not everyone gets to do it. Well, and that's exactly kind of been my mindset, um, especially because two years ago, my husband was diagnosed with cancer. And it was like this feeling of suddenly like, oh, my gosh, this just kind of opens up your eyes. We are not guaranteed. Yeah, to everything. And especially, I think, in your 20s and 30s, you feel sort of still invincible. Oh, absolutely. And so. Absolutely. Ever since then, I've really tried to look at it as it is a privilege yeah, to get yeah, old. Yeah. Like when I got my first gray hair, there was a moment of like, oh, what? How is this? I'm already at this phase. But then there was a moment of take a deep breath. This yeah. is such a yeah. good thing. Yeah. Like how beautiful that like, yes. you're old enough to see your hair going gray. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so, totally. And, you'll yeah. Pro- and like, yeah, I think I got my first gray hair. 
I'm trying to think. It might have been like around 30 or like late 20s. Mm-hmm. And I just plucked that bitch and moved on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and like, that's it. And I've got like, there'll be like a couple spots now. Oh, like, yeah. I know, like, I'm like, you know where to you look. You know where to look. You'll flip <laughs> your hair over and you're like, is that one poking out yet? No. Yeah, okay. we're good. Yeah. So exactly. I'm like, I'm just, yeah, I'm still at the point. I'm like, pluck. Yeah. Pluck. One of my favorite song lyrics is from a Vampire Weekend song. Mm. And it is, wisdom is a gift, but you trade it for youth. Mm. And I feel like that's yeah. kind of a similar, yeah. you know, outlook of you grow older, you get wiser, yeah. and you kind of do have to trade your youth for that because, yeah. you know, tough experiences give you a lot of wisdom. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I've always, I kind of grew up with my, my grandpa just kind of be like, oh, now the fun's over. Like you're going to college. You got to be serious. You're like when college is over, okay, the party's over in college. You got to be serious. And it was all this like no fun. Like you got to mm-hmm. like be serious. You're getting older. You got to be serious. And I was like, want to do that you know Mm -hmm. I was like kind of resistant Mm -hmm. and then did this exercise with Lululemon where they really had they had you like identify your core values and you like have this big list of like a hundred words you like whittle it down whittle it down whittle it down to your at like your three core values whoa and one of mine is fun (gasps) and so like no matter what age I am or whatever like I can have fun yes yeah and I can you know feel youthful and have this like sense of like wonder and fun about the world no matter how old you are yeah so like exactly whatever. and you take care of yourself and yes. you like you know you make investments in your health health so then as yeah. you age you you able to like have this perspective of like oh my gosh I'm so lucky because it would be difficult if you know if you really neglect your health oh, when yeah. you're younger and it that can be hard. Health is such a privilege. Yes. Something else that I learned two yes. years ago is like suddenly, you know, I feel like unless something goes wrong, you don't think about your health because it's kind of, you assume your body's working fine and it's yep. in the background. Yeah. And then once something goes wrong, I feel like suddenly it's like your viewpoints shift and you're like, oh my gosh, like now I have to, con- I'm constantly thinking about and for my instance, it yeah. was, I was constantly thinking about him and being his caregiver oh my God, and learning yeah. like how to care for someone to that extent. And it just was always top of mind. Oh and yeah, it absolutely. So it's tiring. such, it's so tiring, so stressful. Is he good now? Yes, yes. he is. Okay, good. I was and hoping we like, get some good news. Yeah, no, yeah. he's good now. And it's just like... <sighs> but my, it's a big life event. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my my therapist said the other day, she was like, you sound so relaxed. And I was like, thank you. Wow, that's like, a huge compliment. How long has it been since like I've been able to say that? Like it, yeah. it, it took a lot to get to that point. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that is like serious. I, I, on like the smallest, tiniest, like in, most insignificant scale, I have poison ivy right now. You can, no. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm... I'm totally covered. I'm severely allergic. I, that's why I'm wearing like full Ouch. pants. So yeah, I have like shit oh, everywhere. No. So I've been dealing, this is now, we're coming up on like on Saturday, this coming Saturday, it will close out two weeks. What? Oh yeah. Of having. It's, yes. So like my like big spots will kind of like subside, but then new ones pop up. So I'm like on a serious protocol. Like in the morning, I got my wash, my scrub, I put mm-hmm. my calamine, I put my cortisone, I do it in the middle, like I'm militant about what I got. If I wear these once, nope, you got to wash them. Like every towel I use. Yeah. So it's been kind of like this protocol of like dealing with this. 
which is annoying and it's itchy and whatever, but it make like I'm just like I know this won't last forever. This will pass, right. and I will be so thankful, so grateful that I'm not so, constantly itching. So appreciative, yes. of having just like clear, itchy, blister-free skin. Yeah, I feel like you think like that too. Whenever you have like a sore throat right. or like a cold or a flu or yeah. something like that, you're just like I'll never take my health for granted yeah. again. And then two days later, you're healthy and you're fine, and you're like, it's on my. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, so that's keeping you real busy. Training for yeah. the sprint triathlon. Uh-huh. Anything else um, like mentally or uh, you mentioned therapy, which is a yes. huge form of self-care. Yes. Yes. Therapy is something that I have been doing for off and on since college because oh, I was diagnosed with anxiety in college. Kind of like, I don't know. I was very... Um, I did not want to accept that I had anxiety because it was, I don't think it was talked about a lot then. Yeah. And no. It was kind of embarrassing. And I was like, what? What do you mean I have anxiety? So, um, how did it show up for you? Like, how? Because I have had anxiety since I was probably like 10 years old. Okay. But I had no language for it. I uh-huh. didn't even know what this feeling that I had when I was like, what it was. And it was just yes. this like kind of sense of dread. Yeah. Right. That's like nothing was, I can remember I'd be outside on the, on my swing set. It would be a beautiful sunny day. And I would be like, everything is fine, but why do I feel like it's not yeah. fine? Oh man. But I yeah. didn't know what that was. Like I didn't right. have any language. When you're 10, you don't know what that no is. No idea. Um, mine manifested a lot in college when I was under, a lot of stress mm. and I had panic attacks. Oh, so that is like yeah, it like serious. Really manifested to a point where I was like mm, borderline like passing out in the bathroom, like getting ready for that stuff, yes. you know. Wow. Um and like I would get sick and I I never I'm like, "Man, why do I keep getting food poisoning?" Okay, yeah. Now You're- looking back, I'm like, I'm not anxiety. It's anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Before, um, track practice, I would always have like severe diarrhea seventh period. So, and now you realize what that was. Yeah. 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 But like my stomach would just be like terrible. Right. And I'm sure you, at the time you were like, man, what's going on? I guess. I mean, I just knew I like, like, didn't want to go to, but like, why you didn't want to go to track practice that much that Mm -hmm. it was causing you to have diarrhea. Right. Like what? That's not normal. I didn't want to quit the track team. I would have just quit if I didn't want to be on the track team. Yeah. Like a thousand percent. Yeah. So it manifested in that way. Yeah. And then, um, so I started going to therapy then, and then kind of tried to figure out how to not go to therapy and then eventually obviously you end up like back at back the therapist's therapy, office yeah. <laughs> you're like so this is my life story yeah <laughs> and um now it's like such a I I really enjoy um I'm grateful that I had the experience of going to therapy because it really carried me through like the diagnosis oh, that my yeah. husband went through because she gave me so many tools that I could mm. use and like help be a better caretaker yeah. for him yeah Um, so I'm really grateful for that. And then, um, I also go on little mental health walks. Oh, of course. You know? Hot girl mental health Oh, yeah. The best thing to happen to any of us. Yes, (laughs) it's the best. It's the best. I went on two today, actually. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. right? And, you know, it's like a good, refreshing thing. Like, being outside is, Mm -hmm. like, such a comfort zone. Yeah. At least for me. No, for me, too. Like, I know it's not everybody's, but, Yeah. yeah. And then, also... 
shout out to Lexapro and like anti-anxiety medication because it helps, you know, it's like I kind of got to a point where I realized like, all right, mental health walks aren't cutting it. Sure. No, yes. Extra help. And yes, you know, and now it's like, there's no shame in that game. That's yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, good for you. Thanks. That's amazing. Um, I have one more question for you. Yeah, let's the do it. The big one. Okay. What does being fit mean to you? I have been thinking about this all day. Are you stressing out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your stomach starts to yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think it's it's a privilege, right? Mm. And that mindset of wanting to be fit, not just physically, but then also mentally as well, mm-hmm. wanting to be the best version of yourself because yeah. I don't want to be the best version of myself for anybody except for me Yeah, because then I know I can give, put my best foot forward for everybody else. Yep. Right. Yep. You got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank you. I'm 100% going to text you about the weather. But I promise that I will only reserve it for like really, really special occasions. Absolutely. Like I, and Kayla will really appreciate this like I will I'll text you for Kayla's wedding yes oh well, I was about we, to say I'm every bride's best as, friend as, <laughs> as we get closer Kayla don't you I'm gonna take this job on for you I'll take this yeah. task on for you you don't have to worry about it I'll be like, give you a full weather report for your wedding Let's yeah, that's it. always like the big thing right oh Everyone's yeah just like always I thought about making that my bio like I'll give you a wedding forecast if you need it but then I also realized like no that I shouldn't no, yeah. Offer that up. Because, you have a lot of followers yeah. on Instagram. That could be dangerous yeah. for you. You're like, I need a ticketing system. Yeah. Like, I need to know your wedding date. You have like, uh-huh. you fill out a form. And wedding like, date, location. Is it outside, inside? Are you debating getting a tent? Yeah. How much money is that? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. You could have a, such a little side hustle. You could call like the wedding whisperer. Oh. The wedding weather whisperer. Hang on. Yeah. This is good. Were you... Yeah, I'll help you develop. Okay, it. deal. Yeah, and you can you can just you know take it all, but I think that would be fun. And I'd give you like a nice little slice. Yeah, I'll just take ten. Okay, we'll figure out the details okay. later. Allison, where can people follow you and learn all about more weather? See what you're up to, weather stuff. Uh, Allison Weather on Allison Weather Twitter, Instagram. The little bit I do on TikTok, it's not much. It's yeah. pretty bad. No, I haven't it's... crossed into that world yet. I wouldn't. I yeah. mean, like I know people love it. I, I'm not even, I, it, it's kind of like a, like a devil's cabinet for me. Like, I don't even think I should open the door. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I listened to your episode with Megan. And oh, her, yeah, you yeah, talked yeah. to her about it and you yeah. were like, I, I can't, I, can't. I can't, I You've know got myself. your friends who send you the TikToks. That's right. And, That's yeah. right. Like I was so into Bama Rush. Oh. I didn't, I again, did not have TikTok, but I would be like, okay, Haley, What's going on with our girl Jaden? Yep. What's happening with Marissa? Like, Where'd you get the bid? Did yeah. she get the bid? Can Did you she... tell me her outfit of the day? Yeah. <laughs> like, let me see her Kendra Scott jewelry. I was obsessed. I was like, I want prep day, sisterhood day. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> did you even know what that was before? I, I went to Miami. Oh. So sorority was yes, like, like there. I wasn't in yeah. one. Um, okay. But I kind of had like a little bit of lay of the land. But it like at that scrap Bama, like. Yeah. It was big at state too, mm. Mississippi State. Yeah, so that, that like little oh, the SEC Greek life is like you could have a whole episode yeah. just on that. Oh, I would absolutely love that. <laughs> Go follow Allison at Allison Weather. Thank you so much for listening, and love you. <laughs>